You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to an episode of NFT 365. And it is, you know, it's just a beautiful thing that we're able to connect via this, you know, digital media. You know, I feel very honored and special to that, you know, even if this is your first episode or maybe the second time you've listened to us, that you're spending, you know, the one of the 24 hours that you have in your day um, with me and allowing me to be in your ear holes and trusting me, maybe not even trusting me yet, maybe just listening to determine if you can, um, if you can trust me. And, and ultimately I believe, you know, uh, you know, something that I've been preaching for a very long time, uh, I think since 2014 is that, you know, that I believe we are all in the same business. Every, every single person that is listening to this podcast right now, we are all in the same business. You don't have to be an NFTs or to crypto. We are all in the business. The business of trust, building trust, maintaining trust, and then scaling trust. And let's face it, scaling trust is without question uh, the hardest of these uh, elements. It's why I believe most Facebook groups have failed uh, over time, right? Because early on, the trust is there, and you know it's from the founders to those early adopters, and then the early adopters become the ambassadors and the builders of trust and the facilitators of trust. But and as the community grows and as the Facebook group grows, all of a sudden that that trust is harder to to share and to open up. And eventually, you know, it becomes a a Facebook group full of people that just drop links and are drive by, you know, participators and um <clears throat> participators. I'm not even sure if that is a word. Uh, I have to get back to on that one. Um but you know for me when I look at the landscape of digital, you know, I am I am, you know, proof uh, of the power of of your personal brand, the power of social media. I am a huge believer in social media. Um, it's changed my business. It's changed my life. Um, for me, I believe you know many people realize that during the global pandemic, right? As much as the global pandemic isolated us, made us feel lonely, um, you know, disrupted us from our routine. Thank God for things like social media that allowed us to feel like we weren't alone, allowed us to share with friends and family, you know, allowed us to use Zoom or Facebook Lives, uh, or for many of our businesses, including mine, um, it made me to where I wasn't completely devastated, right? I, I you know, was on pace for 64 um, speaking gigs for that year, and in a matter of one day, or I guess two days, I ended up losing 18 speaking gigs, eventually losing all of them. Uh, for the rest of that year as a full-time you know, keynote speaker. And I was very blessed and thankful to be able to pivot into uh, virtual pr- uh, speaking and virtual presentations and still doing that, you know, some virtual presentations, you know, still today. And when I look at digital and social media, I'm not one that will, you know, um, blatantly say things like social media um, is, it makes the world a better place because there are aspects of social media that, that are, 
are, are not great. But here's the truth. No innovation since the beginning of time, no technology, no blockchain, no crypto, no NFTs, none of them will stop bad people from doing bad things or can be used for evil. Now, my argument for the longest time, and I still firmly believe this, is that a lot of the blame that social media has received as far as what it's done for our culture or our communities or our world has actually nothing to do with social media. Social media gave us access to the human condition that many of us are embarrassed to say existed, right? Social media didn't, you know, create, you know, social media allowed the Me Too movement to come to life. It gave a megaphone to people that were, that did not have a voice, that were not able to find others that were like them. But the bad people, the, the Harvey Weinsteins of the world, they were bad way before social media and were continuing to be bad. And it was because of social media. Social media allowed us to rally behind others, right? It's that idea where we don't want to be the only ones. We don't want to put ourselves out there and feel exposed. But when we see that there's others that are like us, that are sharing something, that are talking about something, it's why I talk about ADHD and my dyslexia here on the podcast. It's not because I think that that's into NFTs, but ultimately I know that there are people that are listening to this right now that have never told anyone that they're diagnosed with ADHD or that they're, they have a, they have something that, you know, that they're, that makes them neurodiverse. But by the fact that I'm able to talk about it and others that are listening to this, that are saying, Hey, I'm like Brian, Brian's no different than me. I can start to open up about that. That's ultimately what, you know, a lot of social media did. And, and it's so interesting because we can talk about, you know, social media, um, allowed, you know, uh, gun violence or to, you know, to be uh, magnified because people were, you know, able to live stream it around the world. Well, the question we have to ask ourselves is, you know, live streaming also probably gave us the ability to mitigate how many of those things from happening, right? Where before we wouldn't have access into someone's home or someone's thoughts to understand uh, a lot of those things. And so I, I believe not all social media has been good. But I do believe in the power of great people using social media to tell our stories. Now, here's the hard truth of this is that for so many and many of you that are listening right now, you have not taken my advice since 2015 when I first gave the keynote. And the advice was pretty simple. Press the damn button. I believe each and every person listening to this podcast right now has a story to tell. It does not mean that you know everything, honestly. I think that is one of the, you know, there's two big hiccups that I believe um, stops people from telling their story or putting themselves out there or becoming the, the thought leader, subject matter expert, um, and even just the, the, the leader, um, you know, in their community or amongst their friends. And, and the two things I think are holding people back is one is the perfection, right? The perfectionism. And, you know, I am firmly believe perfection is a fairy tale. I mean, listen to this podcast. The amount of times I mess up a word or a term or a phrase. I mean, I, I'm not afraid to admit I, I'm not perfect. Now, for me, admitting that has started online since 2013. So where I'm comfortable on that today is a lot different than some people that have never shared publicly. But here's the truth. Nobody believes anyone is perfect. The first thing, if you are trying to convince people that you are perfect, the first thing those people think is that person is full of crap and I wonder what else they're hiding. But if you are willing to admit what you don't know and really willing to put yourself out there, it, it adds validity to what you do know. 
And it allows us to build trust. It allows us to connect with people at a deeper level. And you might be saying, well, Brian, you know, I don't, I'm not comfortable, you know, talking about myself or telling my story. Well, guess what? Nobody is at the start. Nobody, nobody is comfortable talking about themselves. And you might be surprised for me, there are aspects of my story that people will say, still say, Brian, I've listened to every episode of your podcast. And why haven't you talked about this? And I'm like, man, I I don't know. I, I really don't want to put that, you know, to me, that's putting that out there is a little you know, like over the top or, you know, whatever I might, whatever I might feel. And, you know, imposter syndrome is legit, right? The idea that sometimes we're like, why would anyone listen to us? But here's the answer. I look at this and say, the, the thing that we, we each can provide that nobody else can copy is our unique perspective, our ability to share something through our lens, through our experiences. Nobody has grown up the same things that you have done in the same cities, the same way that you have, have had the same exposure to certain things in your lives. And so ultimately for me, what really comes down to is sharing your perspective is what social media and what digital is really all about. It's not about convincing people that you know more. It's not about convincing people that you're perfect. And I said there's two things, right? Perfection is what often uh, is the number one thing that holds people back from telling their story and putting themselves out there. And number two is the need or the belief that you cannot share your opinion or your view or your thoughts on something unless you know everything. And here's the truth on this, right? It's we aren't looking, you know, if we wanted to find answers, if you wanted to find answers to all of your, your questions about NFTs, I bet you could ask Google every single one of the questions for this podcast episode. I bet you. I bet you, you right now, let's say, maybe not when the podcast started because there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, content online. But I would argue right now, you don't need to be listening to this podcast to get this information. You could be following someone on Twitter. You could be jumping in a Discord. You could be signing on to some random influencer's online course about you know, Web3 and, and, and NFTs. But let's face it, you're listening to this podcast be, not just because of the information I'm sharing. The information I'm sharing is, for the most part, Googleable, And that, I am going to make that a word, right? But here's the funny part about that is the reason you're, you're listening, I believe, is because you appreciate either my perspective, my way of delivering the information, maybe the fact that the, the style of presentation, how fast I talk, or the fact that I, I'm willing to translate a lot of the, the geek speak, or um, my need is not to make myself feel smarter than anyone else. And so those two things, and, and ask yourself, why, why don't you put yourself out there more? Why don't you raise your damn hand? Why don't you tell your story more? More than likely, my guess is perfection, your, your, like, just this need to feel like, oh my goodness, I can't be an expert in my field if I'm not perfect. So what you're saying is that you must convince people that you, know, you must be a great liar because we know like Mother Teresa would not even say that she's perfect. So if Mother Teresa isn't claiming to be perfect, none of us can even attempt to claim it. And I actually despise even the concept of perfection is the enemy of done because perfection being the enemy of done makes us believe that perfection is actually achievable. I actually believe, you know, one of the things for, for getting things done is our ability to recognize, you know, to define success and also realize that giving our best, putting everything that we have out there, because I am competitive as hell. I mean, I mentioned this yesterday. I had to record yesterday's podcast three times 
because I have some things going on in my personal life that I I'm dealing with, and unfortunately, you know, my energy wasn't there. In the, uh, you know, in the first one after I listened to the, back to the recording, and I was like, nope, I hit the delete button. I'm not even gonna send that to the team. No one's gonna see that one. The second one, I was about halfway through, and I said, this is ridiculous. I don't, Fanzo, you don't got it, and I stopped. Well. You know, I'm not a perfectionist, but you know what? Damn well, I'm going to, I want to, my, like my name, my reputation, like I want to deliver every single time I open the microphone. And guess what? For this project, that's a lot. 365 days. Every single day I have to deliver a, a, a value. But I will tell you the reason that I'm confident that I can do this is that since 2013, I've been telling my story on every social channel, on live videos, on Google Hangouts, on interviews, on podcasts, on stages around the world. But here's the beauty of that. We all have that opportunity in front of us because of what digital and social media enables. Now, the, the title here of, this, you know, of this, um, this talk is really for me is like when I look at the future, Web3 and, and social and digital enabled, you know, a lot of this decentralization and taking the power back is us being you know, in control. And here's the hard truth. And this was the hard truth that I know, especially my, my dad's generation, um, you know, raised, you know, even raised me, right, with the idea that, you know, uh, you know, do your work, let your work do the talking for you. I mean, how many people, I mean, I, I can guess how many people right now are nodding their head. Yep, I've heard that, right? Like, you know, you know keep your mouth shut, let your mouth do the talking for you. Guess what? That no longer works. If you are waiting to let your talk do your work do the talking for you, guess what? There are there are bad people, there are scam artists, there are there are frauds, there are people faking it till they make it that are using the megaphone that are drowning you out and your work, your hard work will never be exposed or never be discovered. And maybe what you're thinking is like, "Brian, I'm okay with that." Because I don't need that validation. But here's the, here's the thing I'm going to put back on you. You don't need it. But how many other people need it? Telling your story isn't about you. Putting yourself out there isn't about you. It's ultimately with our, in the ability for us to relate with others, for us to share stories, to help others not have to go through the same things that we went through. I got to give a shout out to Turi. Uh, Turi jumped into our Twitter space last night and was sharing the story that, you know, because of the podcast, he listened uh, to an episode where I talked about we minted Loser Club. And Loser Club is by an artist named Javon, and they have a great team, Cassie and the whole team over at Loser Club. Um, it's just a great project. And I mentioned that I was excited to mint them. They, they were included in our project. Uh, and then, you know, when our wallet got compromised, Loser Club was one of the very first ones to reach out and say, hey, let us replace that for you. We can't get that exact one for you, but let us put a new one in your wallet. Feel free to sell it and, and upgrade it to a better one. But, you know, here's one you know, to, to help you out. And then even later on, one of the members of their team found the original one that was being sold on Looks Rare um, and bought it for us and sent it back to us and said, you know, here's that, that original one. And what Turi said um, was that, you know, he listened to that podcast and he ended up, um, you know, jumping into a Twitter space and he listened to another episode, which was press the, uh, that was raise your damn hand. And he said he jumped into a Twitter space and at the end of the Twitter space, they were asking for like questions, Q and A, and he remembered press, you know, raise your damn hand. And he raised his damn hand, he opened up his microphone and, and he, the way that he told the story last night was, you know, that, you know, he told them that like, you know, he's, you know, sad he kind of missed out on the whitelist, 
um, but he hopes that on secondary sales, the, the prices aren't too high um, and that, uh, you know, they would be able to, that he'd still be able to participate. And because the team at, at Loser Club is such a, a great team, they reached out to him via DM afterwards and say, hey, give me your wallet. I'll help you get on the whitelist. They got him on the whitelist. He ended up being able to mint a Loser Club. And if you follow Terry, I'll put Terry's uh, Twitter information here. I love his feed because he ends, he has lots of, uh, you know, uh, Loser Club uh, photos and, and things that are out there. But he said last night that he found his people. And I, I get a little emotional because, you know, he was thanking me for, you know, you know what he said, you know, you know opening his life up to find uh, this community, this tribe. But for me, the, the beauty of this whole thing was what I did was I simply talked, I shared my perspective on a project that I love, uh, that I cared about. And because I was willing to share that, and maybe I inspired him to raise his damn hand because that, that we have to seize these opportunities, he was able to do that himself. He's the one that raised his hand, opened the microphone, told, told his story, was able to connect with them, and now he's, being able, he's able to be a part of this amazing NFT community, which is you know, the Loser Club community. And if you're looking for a great community with great art, uh, I highly recommend checking them out. I mean, that's two stories right there that uh, you know every NFT project would would kill to have. Right, one where they they came to our, they came to our um, to us with a collection and wanted to replace it, no questions asked, and then they reached out to someone that said they they sadly missed the whitelist and they they went they, you know went out of their way to take care of them. And I just want to say like you know shout out to Loser Club, but here's the, the whole moral of that story. Uh, and you know what I hope that kind of connects back to is that it's not about you, right? Like if me not sharing my story, me not sharing my, the reason I minted that project, Turi doesn't hear about that project, but then it's up to him to raise his damn hand and make all of that happen. And so the question really is, is, you know, are you prepared? Are you okay with not, you know, doing it for the others. Right. And like, so when, when I get imposter syndrome and I'm like, Brian, why do they care about me? What, what, what if I don't, you know, what's the worst case? What if I don't tell people my story? Then I remember it's not about me. It's about that one person that I can impact that me putting out a tweet or sending a video or sharing a story or, or, you know, getting on a podcast that can impact one freaking person. How damn amazing is that? Now with that, all of that being said, what the beauty of what Terry did and, you know, raising his damn hand Here's the, here's the other part of this. The amount of people that would use other channels, Discord and Twitter, more, more so than anywhere else here on Twitter, uh, um, in the NFT space, that, to ask for free things, right? Can I get a whitelist spot? Can I do this? Can I do that? But here's the beautiful thing about it. The one social platform, the one social aspect that I believe every person getting into NFTs needs to embrace is social audio. More importantly, Twitter spaces. Now, I will tell you, some people are like, Brian, I hate Twitter. It's okay if you hate Twitter. You can create a Twitter account. You don't even have to tweet. Maybe tweet a couple times. Maybe put a profile, not maybe, put a profile photo up there. Put a little description and put it on your iPhone, right? Because the only place you can participate in Twitter spaces um, is from your iPhone. But what I want you to do is I want you to be able to jump in and listen to Twitter spaces because here's the beautiful thing about social audio, Social audio, in my opinion, shrinks the distance between ourselves and those that we are connected with on social media, unlike any other medium in the world. 
And the only people that I know that, that understand this at the deepest levels are every podcast listener that exists. I, I've, I've said this for a while, right? I've hosted seven podcasts over the years. I've always said, and it might sound corny, but when I meet somebody that listens to my podcast, when they come up and give me a hug and say, hey, can we take a selfie? That hug is stronger. It is a, it is a hug because you are letting me in your ear. But the other thing about this is with, with social audio, think about this right now. When I'm, well, as I'm telling you th- these stories, and I, and I mentioned I was getting emotional there, I, I wasn't telling you what to think or view, right? This wasn't a video and this wasn't like a blog post. But by me saying I was emotional, you were able to picture whatever you version of you, what you thought I looked like or where I was as I, I'm getting emotional, right? And the beauty of audio is that we as the listeners get to paint the picture that relates the most to us, right? When I tell you a story about my kids, I'm not, you're painting the picture of that environment. So it brings us, it, it makes an intimacy, right? The intimacy between you know, a podcast, podcaster and our podcast listeners is, is magical. It's why I love this medium. And in social audio with Twitter spaces, that intimacy and vulnerability exists. Because if you think about it, who are the people that you talk to on the phone the most? Probably your friends and family, maybe your coworkers. And if your friends and family and coworkers, the people you talk to on the phone the most, when you get on the phone, which is a Twitter space, right? For those that don't know what Twitter space is, it's really just a glorified conference call that has your, your icon on the screen where you can see who's talking. And there's a stage. So when you join a Twitter space, don't worry, no one can hear you. Your, mute, your microphone is not unmuted. But you can raise your hand and the person hosting can pull you up. And then you have a microphone button in the bottom left and you can unmute it and ask a question. They can push you back down to the audience. You can continue to listen. The beautiful thing about Twitter spaces is I listen to Twitter spaces, you know, almost all day long, right? I, I actually, this, weirdly, I have like one, two podcasts that I listen to and then I listen to Twitter spaces. And the beautiful thing about Twitter spaces in that sense is that you're able to hear people's heart, hear people share. And I will tell you, if Turi, back to that example, had tweeted at Loser Club and said, I wish I got the whitelist, sucks that I missed it. More than likely, they don't even reply, right? Because there's hundreds and thousands of people doing that. Lots of them are scam. But Turi, you know, he raised his damn hand. He got on that microphone and he shared. And I wasn't there. I'm hearing this, you know, um, you know third person from, from Turi last night on Twitter spaces. But I could tell, you know, when he was talking to me last night, I could hear his heart, his passion, and he was very kind and generous. And I'm, I'm very blessed you know, and thankful that, you know, I get to hear on a regular basis how many people are impacted by our podcast or the, or the social media I put out. And, and I'm very blessed by that, but I do not ever take it for granted because each one of those means something to me. And the other part of it is like when I heard Terry sharing that, like it, I, it felt even deeper because he shared his appreciation for me via social audio. It would have been great, you know, if he would have just posted it in Discord. That's fine. I, I still would appreciate it. But the fact I could hear it in his voice, I could hear the impact that I that that I made on him via social audio. It changed the dynamic. And so, in a game of NFTs and crypto, where we are trying to determine trust, trying to understand, you know, uh, you know, how convinced you know, how convinced are we that these people are going to deliver on their roadmap? How you know what is our conviction that what they actually are going to do is going to happen? We also want to see like, is this a community I want to be a part of? I will tell you, Twitter Spaces. I I, I have done my research. There's a pro- there would be a project I loved. 
I got out of Twitter space and I'm like, I do not like the energy that this team is putting out and the people in the community are, are providing. I, I, I will then X the project, right? Like I will tell you, Twitter spaces can do a benefit and a harm, but I will, I will implore every single listener of this podcast, pl- you know, give it a chance. And I know you might not like Twitter, you know, I might not like Discord. And I'm not even going to tell you to get in Discord because I actually think Twitter spaces with, you know, let's face it, some, some SMS or email marketing that we're going to see roll out within every project. In my opinion, every NFT project soon will have an email um, newsletter with their announcements and they'll have an SMS text message um, one, right? Like we have that here on the podcast, right? We, we have an SMS community number where you can text in um, your, um, and you can get, we can do SMS uh, messaging back and forth. Um, and we also have an email newsletter that goes out each and every week. And you can sign up for those, uh, you know, on our website at nft365podcast.com. Um, dot com. But even more so than any of that, like when I started off this podcast, I said that, you know, I, I firmly believe that each one of us has a story to tell, but here's the truth. It is scary putting yourself out there. I want, I want to own that. It is scary, you know, raising your hand for the first time. And I gotta give a shout out uh, to my, my girl, a uh, native to crypto, uh, Jen, Jen is on our team. She is one of our moderators in our discord and she has teamed up with a, a friend of ours, uh, Historic, uh, and they're doing a Twitter space together, co-hosting it on this Friday. And Jen let us know that she was nervous about getting on Twitter spaces for the first time. Uh, but I know her very well. We, we do a Zoom with our team every week. Um, and she might not love talking on the Zoom or on the microphone, but she has amazing things to share and put out to the world. It adds massive value to our team and to our community. And so last night I, I, I did a little bit of peer pressure and I got her to come up on stage and it was awesome because she did what she does best. She immediately, you know, took the mic and of course didn't make it about herself because she's, she was like, hey, can I tell you about this project that has a lot to do about culture and heritage that means a lot to me? And she was able to, to share about this project that, um, that she, that she's, um, uh, involved with or is a, a fan of. I believe it's called 400 Barrels. I'll verify that, um, so that I can put it in the show notes as well. But like, I know that Jen getting up there, raising her hand, you know, and I'm sure it had a lot to do with the fact that she's comfortable with me. Like we've been able to build a rapport and she's a vital member of our team. And, and many of you who are in our discord are very familiar uh, with the, the, the username native to, to crypto. But I, you know, I think in both of these instances, what is beautiful for me is that both Turi and Jen uh, native to crypto um, both are, are great people that have stories to share and have wisdom and experiences and views on things that we need to be heard. And here's the truth. The people that, that should have imposter syndrome don't. The fakers that, that, you know, faking it till you make it, those that are selling unicorns, rainbows, and bullshit aren't, aren't stopping from telling their story, from, from drowning you out. And the question becomes, how do we stand out? How do we, get, how do we find the right NFT projects? How do we amplify the right NFT projects? How do we change the culture, change the dynamic, move away from the, the anonymous people that are, are, are rug pulling and manipulating people? We find ways to build that trust and amplify each other. And I firmly believe that is social audio. That is Twitter spaces. And really, 
I mean, NFTs were born, in my opinion, on Clubhouse, which is another social audio app that is out there. And you might like, you know, either one of them. You don't have to have a Twitter account to be active on Clubhouse if you want to check out Clubhouse. I I spent more hours on Clubhouse than probably just about anyone. I have a massive following over there. I run a really large club over on Clubhouse. But over the last couple of months, I've moved away from Clubhouse only to Twitter spaces. And here's the last part I I will give you. If you want to join a Twitter space for the first time, I want you to put this on your calendar, like open up your calendar app on your iPhone or your phone that you're, or maybe write this down on a piece of paper to add it to your calendar. 8 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, I am doing a Twitter space. It's called social, it's called superpower hour. It usually asks two hours because let's face it, that's kind of what happens with me. Um, I can never just talk for one hour. I am always, you know, slightly long winded, but that is the place for you to, to listen to your first Twitter space, but even more so, it's the place for you to raise your damn hand for the first time. So I'm going to challenge all of you to show up. It doesn't have to be this Tuesday. It can be any Tuesday. Let's say a Tuesday in June. I want you to show up and raise your damn hand and raise your hand and ask a question, share a thought. Maybe just go up there and say, hey, Brian, this is an NFT project that I love. Um, I was just curious your thoughts on it, or I just want to share it with the world. I'm gonna, I want to create that space. Because I firmly believe each and every one of you can make an impact on so many people by simply embracing the social audio medium, by putting yourself out there, by, by recognizing that it's not about you, but it's also about remembering that perfection is a fairy tale. And we cannot control what other people say or what people do, but we can control how we show up. We can control if we raise our damn hand. We can control if we press that damn button and, and, and are willing to, to, to tell our story to put ourselves out there. For me, this journey of pressing the damn button and putting myself out there has come with highs and lows. And I, I just want you to know there are days I have imposter syndrome as well. There are days I question, why are people listening to me? I don't own a bored ape or a crypto punk. I haven't been in NFTs for five years. I'm not a multimillionaire in crypto. Why, why, why are people listening to me? Brian, why are you doing this stupid podcast? Brian, why are you working so hard on this NFT project? Why are people like, Brian, there's other people that are better that know more than you. That stuff goes through my head just like it goes through everyone else's. The difference is the way that I get through it is I just ask myself, what, if I don't show up, how many people are missing? How many people am I not impacting? How, that person that needs to hear this right now, that needs to hear my story or needs to hear my example or needs to hear that aha moment, by me not showing up, I'm robbing them of that. And so I quickly am able to get over that imposter syndrome that I have about myself and I make it about all of you. And I'm thankful for each and every one of you for listening to the show, for sharing this out on social media, for posting you know, and, and, and leaving reviews uh, on the podcast and coming on this journey. And, and hopefully first, you know, in the very near future, jumping in, you know, we have a merch drop coming out uh, uh, very soon. And we, of course, are relaunching our first uh, PFP project, which I am uh, beyond excited to share with all of you. But you know, more so than anything else, uh, I'm just thankful that you give me an hour of your time because I, I treasure it. And I will tell you, that's like pretty much the only guarantee I can give you with this podcast is that I value your time and I will never waste your time. I will never not value it. I will never mail it in. I will, n- I, 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 w- I refuse because I know that no money can buy time and we all have 24 hours in the day. And the fact that you're giving me just a little bit of that is gives me uh, great pride and honor, and I am very thankful for that. And in return, 
I will do my damnedest to provide as much value, insight, share as transparently and openly as I can because uh, we are not alone uh, on this journey. You know, if you like underwater basket weaving and you like doing it in your socks, you can find your people. And I believe just like Turi found the loser club, you know, we're buying an NFT every single day for a year. I can guarantee you that if you go through that list of NFTs, right, we've done 202 NFTs that we bought in a row, 202 days in a row we bought an NFT. I bet you you can find your loser club that Turi found. I believe you can connect like Jen has found with our community as our Discord and now connected with the, the, the heathens over there, uh, the historic heathens uh, and their community. To me, that is truly the beautiful magic of NFTs is that it does unlock community. But the vehicle to unlock community is our ability to trust. And the ability to trust online is the easiest to determine and deliver via social audio. So I challenge each and every one of you, hopefully, to raise your damn hand, jump into Twitter spaces, you know, listen, learn, but be willing to just ask a question, share a thought, comment. And I don't even care if you come up and say, Brian, I got nothing to say, but I, I'm taking your advice from your podcast and I'm raising my damn hand because guess what? I'll ask you a question and I'm not going to put you on the spot. I promise to make it welcoming. I promise that we are not judging. And I promise one other thing is I promise this, that each time you raise your damn hand, it gets a little bit easier. And it gets a little bit easier. And then eventually you're going to come back to me and say, Brian, I'm now impacting others. Brian, I now see the magic. And by each one of us taking that on, that's how we're going to change the world. We don't change the world by us all trying to, to you know, come together on one simple thing and move, you know, boil the ocean. We, each, we change the world by each one of us making impact on those around us. If every one of us do that, we're going to make this world a better place. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. Ah.